DBHDD is reminding Georgians to ask their doctor about alternatives to opioid pain medication. Alternatives such as over-the-counter medications and physical therapy can be used to manage pain. More information at opioidresponse.info. Hello and welcome to the Georgia Today podcast from GPB News. Today is Monday, May 8th. I'm Orlando Montoya. On today's episode, a civil trial gets underway against the district attorney in Athens. Law enforcement officials are working to reduce gun violence among young people this summer, and Governor Brian Kemp uses his veto pen, but conservation groups are applauding a new law he did sign. These stories and more are coming up on this edition of Georgia Today. Courtroom proceedings began today in a civil lawsuit brought against Athens District Attorney Deborah Gonzalez. WUGA's Martin Matheny has more. Gonzalez is District Attorney for Georgia's Western Judicial Circuit, which covers Clark and Oconee Counties. Among the allegations in the suit brought by Athens bar owner Jared Miller is that Gonzalez violated her oath of office by declining to prosecute some crimes. Bill Overend is a former Assistant District Attorney currently in private practice. He says it's unclear what effect the suit may have on how Gonzalez runs her office. But again, it still comes back to asking a judge to order her to do her job better. A bill just signed into law by Governor Brian Kemp, which will allow state takeover of district attorney's offices deemed underperforming, was inspired in part by the suit against D.A. Gonzalez. For GPB News, I'm Martin Matheny in Athens. Governor Brian Kemp has been busy with his veto pen ahead of next week's deadline to either sign proposals into law or veto them. The governor has vetoed 14 bills the General Assembly passed during this year's legislative session, not including nine vetoes of line items in the $32.4 billion fiscal 2024 state budget he signed late last week. Among the vetoes was bipartisan legislation to expand a needs-based program of tuition grants for Georgia college students. The governor said he rejected the measure because the expansion is, quote, subject to appropriations and the General Assembly failed to fully fund these educational initiatives, unquote. The nine budget line item vetoes include several projects on Georgia's public university and technical college campuses to be financed through bonds. In each case, Kemp wrote the projects had not been requested by the University System of Georgia or the Technical College System of Georgia. Kemp also vetoed $4 million in bond funding to expand the medical examiner's office in Bibb County, arguing the project already has received funding. If you like hearing the news from around the state here on Georgia Today, you'll probably like hearing how Georgia's agriculture economy feeds the country and the world on a fork in the road. I'm David Zelski, and on the Fork in the Road podcast, we feature stories from Georgia's farmers, fishermen, merchants, artisans, chefs, and others who help provide Georgia-grown products to folks in the Peach State and beyond. Find it online at gpb.org podcasts or download it on your favorite podcast platform. Conservation groups are applauding a new law signed by Governor Brian Kemp last week to guarantee fishing rights in Georgia. The law applies to, quote, navigable waters, but doesn't define what those are. Flint Riverkeeper Gordon Rogers says he hopes a study committee tasked with diving into the issue this summer will tackle that question head on. The Chesapeake has issues. The Upper Chattahoochee has issues. Several of the major tributaries of the Flint have question marks. And, uh, 
We need our government to sort this out. The law came after state officials conceded that a private landowner could claim exclusive fishing rights on a stretch of the Flint River popular with anglers. Law enforcement officials in Atlanta are collaborating on a program aimed at stemming gun violence among young people during the summer months. GPB's Donna Lowry reports. So far this year, the independent group Gun Violence Archive has counted nearly 580 children and teens killed by gun violence nationwide. Fulton County Chief Probate Judge Kenya Johnson fears when schools end for summer break, things will get worse. And so not only are our young people afraid in society, but they also have reason to be afraid of each other because young youth gun violence is prevalent. Johnson partnered with Fulton County's Sheriff Pat Labatt and Solicitor General Keith Gamage to create Summer of Peace rallies in Atlanta and Fulton County schools. Keith Gamage. What we find is that when their time is free and idle, They'll listen to those voices that will cause them to lean toward gang activity. Summer of so Peace rallies include job fairs and conflict resolution training. For GPP News, I'm Donna Lowry in Atlanta. The city of Atlanta has agreed to pay $105,000 to a photojournalist arrested during the city's Black Lives Matter protests three years ago. The photojournalist, Sharif Hassan, was arrested shortly after a curfew that former Atlanta Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms issued in response to violent protests in May 2020. Hassan accused the city of, quote, hastily creating a police state. A statement today from his lawyers and the University of Georgia School of Law's First Amendment Clinic says press freedoms apply even in times of unrest, and journalists and everyday citizens have a right to film police activities. Today marks the birthday of the late Ahmad Arbery. Aubrey was the 25-year-old black man who was murdered by three white men in February 2020 while he was out for a jog in Satilla Shores. Thousands of runners gathered in Atlanta over the weekend for a 5K race to celebrate Aubrey's life by doing something that made him feel free, running. Aubrey's mother, Wanda Cooper-Jones, co-founded the Ahmad Aubrey Foundation. She says the goal of the foundation is for all people to enjoy running for their mental and physical health and to raise funding to provide mental health services for black boys. U.S. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken spent Friday and Saturday in Atlanta to meet with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, Mayor Andre Dickens, and HBCU leaders. He also met staff from the Atlanta Passport Agency and Diplomatic Security's resident office and gave the undergraduate commencement address at Georgia Tech. As America's chief diplomat, a key part of my job is trying to resolve the world's most intractable conflicts in places like Georgia. Yellow jackets or bulldogs? Atlanta or Athens? And look, to be a trusted go-between in conflicts like these, you can't pick a side. Even when, deep down, you know that one is right. But experienced diplomats like me know how to send the subtle signals that let people know where they stand. And so, esteemed graduates, I ask you, what's the good word? The theme of his visit centered around Atlanta's status as an international hub for global health, commerce, and diversity. In Georgia sports, the Atlanta Braves beat the Baltimore Orioles 3-2 last night, and Atlanta United lost 2-1 to enter Miami on Saturday. New Georgia Tech men's basketball coach Damon Studemeyer announced his staff on Friday. It includes former George Washington coach Carl Hobbs, 
as his top assistant, and Terry Parker Jr. and Persian Williams as assistant coaches. It appears the Hollywood writer's strike has even reached the upside down. The creators of Stranger Things, the Duffer Brothers, said on Twitter Friday, quote, writing does not stop when filming begins and that production is not possible during this strike. The popular Netflix series is filmed in the metro Atlanta area. Writers of films and TV shows began picketing last week after the Writers Guild of America and the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, which represents studios and streaming services, failed to reach a deal. That's it for today's edition of Georgia Today. If you'd like to learn more about these stories, visit gpb.org news. If you haven't yet hit subscribe on the podcast, take a moment right now and keep us current in your podcast feed. If you have feedback, we'd like to hear that. Email us at georgiatoday at gpb.org. I'm Orlando Montoya. Peter Biello will be back tomorrow. Until I talk to you again, thanks for listening. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.